What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Not 25. Homie. You already know. What it is. Obviously, you know. We were doing a show today. Um, Obviously, we saw what happened with the Knicks. (sighs) You know. It's frustrating. It it really is frustrating being a Knicks fan. You know, I almost thought about going to Madison Square Garden uh, this year uh, for the upcoming season. And I was like, why do I need to go? I've already seen the Knicks play once. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, I'm not saying you need to have a superstar, but you, have to, you also need to be building towards something. You know, uh, you need to have an identity, right? And a couple of years ago, right, when they were the fourth seed, their identity was um, we're going to be a defensive squad. We're not going to score a lot of points. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, the, the opponent's not going to score a lot of points. Almost like the... The uh, the 2004 Pistons, um, you know, if you guys remember, you know, they're going to be like that type squad, you know, not score a lot of points, shut you down defensively. And that was going to be their thing right now. Obviously, you know, what happened last year, they were still offensively inclined. Um, you can make an argument that, you know, people, well, I mean, I really don't make this argument. And you're going to say, Rack 25, you're such, a, you're such a Kentucky guy. All right, all right. So maybe that's, I, I, you know, if you want to say that. But listen, Julius Randle still averaged 20 points a game, down from the 24 points a game. Um, he averaged 10-point rebounds a couple years ago, 9.9 rebounds. So it's not like it was that much of a drop-off in his game, right? The scoring also went up with R.J. Barrett as well. So you could also say that kind of skewed into um, – um, Julius Randle's numbers, so it almost would counterbalance everything else, okay? One of, one of the biggest problems last year was Evan Fournier, you didn't know what you're going to get out of that brother, you know, supposed to be this 3 and D guy, be the third legit scorer, you know, average about 14 points a game, not that bad, bad, but when you're getting $78 million, not a year, but we trying to count for $78 million, right? You had a couple seasons averaging 17 and 19, we expected a little bit more, right? Either the three-point percentage be better, right? Or the scoring average go a little bit up, right? And none of those things happened with Fournier, right? You know, obviously things didn't work out with Kemper Walker. Why? I have no idea. Tom Thibodeau couldn't figure it out what to do with Kemper Walker, right? And then you shipped them off. The other day, I was laughing. I was, I was watching television, and they had, like, Burks Day. You just traded Alec Burks away, right? This bench is going to be razor thin. At least you had some scoring punch off the bench with Alec Burks. Now we don't have Alex Burks. So, you didn't play Cam Reddish last year. So, does that mean you're going to start playing Cam Reddish this year? There's just too many question marks about the Knicks, right? Jalen Brunson isn't, you know, obviously it solves the point guard issue. Derrick Rose coming off the bench. Still, we have no scoring off the bench. Unless we're going to have to start and have Ivan Cam Reddish off the bench. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you got Cam Reddish to try to lure Zion, but Zion just signed the extendo. You didn't trade for Zion. It's like, it's like the really problem with the Knicks is right now, there's no identity. Now, someone, got, I was uh, put a conspiracy theory online. If the Knicks did trade for Donovan Mitchell, right, 
this bench would be, you know, even more thin if they had given up an R.J. Barrett, um, you know, an Emmanuel quickly, Obi Toppin, um, and then, you know, the first round picks. Um, apparently, there's a rumor that Quentin Grimes was holding up the trade. I hope the fact that it wasn't holding up the trade, you know. So if you think about, you know, if they did trade R.J. Barrett quickly in Toppin, if you think about the, what would the lineup be, that's kind of a scary question as well because it would be Jalen Brunson, right? It would be, um, you know, obviously Donovan Mitchell as the shooting guard. Um, small forward, it would have to be Fournier. Um, Julius Randle would be the power forward. Mitchell Robinson would be your center, um, right? That's not that bad, bad on paper, but yeah, I think who's the bench going to be, right? Um, you know, Rose quickly. Uh, I'm saying, because you, know, you, you already traded quickly away. So you'd have Rose, um, Cam Reddish, who else? Don't, t- you know, you'd, you know, um, you'd have Jericho Sims. <laughs> Come on, man. You know what Jericho Sims do? You know what I'm saying? Um, absolutely nothing. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, and if, you know, let's just say they didn't have to give up Grimes. They just had to give up, uh, you know, RJ quickly, you know, and Obi, you know, you know what I'm saying? Off the bench. You know, Derrick Rose, who can never stay healthy or, you know, um, save his life, right? Um, Cam Reddish, which you kind of like Cam Reddish, but I see what the Knicks don't know what to do with Cam Reddish. Uh, and then you got Jericho Sims, who is trash. And you have Quentin Grimes, who is trash. This bench would be extremely suspect, okay? You know what I'm saying? So I can make an argument, you know, with an R.J. Barrett. Still, we still got Obi Toppin. We still got Quentin Grimes. We got a whole bunch of draft picks. Maybe it was a right decision not to trade for Donovan Mitchell. That's fine. All right, you know, um, I can almost, you know, I'm almost thinking of an argument. It might have been, the bench might not have been that bad, but still, though, almost no identity would all this have worked. Um, at the same time, though, you have a young OJ. You have a young. I saw young RJ, you have an Obi top and you still have Quentin, uh, and you still have Emmanuel quickly. Like I said, I think the Knicks should have got, if I was running the Knicks, it would have been a full-on youth movement, and I would have had, as as RJ Barrett, Emmanuel quickly, I still would have had Kevin Knox, Mitchell Robinson, right, Obi Toppin, that would have been my starting five, let's go. And I would have tried to trade Julio, Julius Randle the season before, just like when they traded uh, Markeith Morris. And they uh, got a first-round pick out of it, an extra first-round pick. That's what I would have done. I would have traded Julius Randle and tried to get some extra picks out of it. That's what I would have done personally. I would have said, that's my starting lineup. We're doing a Golden State Warrior route. We're going to win or die with this lineup. They're going to learn how to play together. They're going to learn how to win together. And that's what we're going to do. Now, RJ Barrett getting $120 million um, uh, altogether, $107 extendo. Which is really sad with the Knicks. That's the first time ever. Um, not first time ever. That's the first time they've given anybody an extension, a rookie extension, since Charlie Ward. Let me say that again. That's the first time they've given anybody an extension since Charlie Ward. Back in 1996. That just tells you how bad in developing Knicks have been over the past um, 25, 30 years undeveloping, uh, talent, you know, you know what I'm saying? Um, which is really sad. Um, so my thing is this though, <sighs> right now, 
what's the point of going to the garden? What's the point of watching the Knicks? I'm not saying you need to have a superstar. That's fine you don't have a superstar. And it's the Knicks. Knicks are going to sell out. Knicks sell out every year. No matter how bad they are, they sell out. Right? Regardless. You know, at the same time, though, right, I'm in upstate New York. What's the point of me traveling in my hard-earned money just to go to Madison Square Garden and to pay for the tickets, right, you know, and to pay for, you know, uh, you know, for like, you know, hot dog, you know, you know, fries, beer, things of that nature. What's the point of me traveling all the way down to New York City just to do all that? What's the point? You know what I'm saying? This team has no identity. Hopefully, I'm not saying they need to be like the 2020, 2021 Knicks. You know, instead of the 2021-22 Knicks. But that would help. But we don't know what the identity is going to be. Because we also saw Jalen Brunson fade in the playoffs. And he was playing with Lucha Doncic, Spencer Dinwiddie, and all, them, and all them other brothers. Couldn't handle that. You know what I'm saying? Let the Suns walk all over them. You know what I'm saying? Especially when he did a you know disappearing act too. Left Donovan Mitchell all all back to his lonesome. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm sorry, Luka Doncic back to his lonesome. Felt bad for Luka Doncic. Had no help whatsoever. Um, so, like I said, with the Knicks, it's going to be tough watching the Knicks. I hopefully I don't think they're going to be an offense. You know, you know, there's a, pictures already. Julius Randle already looks in shape already. Hopefully, he can maintain that. Um, you know what I'm saying? The professional athletes, I'm pretty sure, you know what I'm saying? He's got the personal trainer. He's got the dietitian. So he's in shape, ready to go. Um, like I said, they've been showing him progress picks, and he looks, he's already looked shredded, ready to hurt people. But, is he, you know, but this was like two months ago. Um, so sort of like, did you do this too soon? Are you going to maintain that look, you know what I'm saying, for the entire year? Nigga, he's got to do it for a whole year. You know what I'm saying? That should be make a deep playoff run. You know what I'm saying? So... Things of that nature. But like I said, it's just frustrating with the Knicks. All these draft picks, right? And this is the biggest problem with the Knicks. You didn't get the Jonathan Murray, who was available. You know what I'm saying? And that would have been more interesting. And you probably wouldn't have to give it up. Maybe if just an Emmanuel quickly as the first round picks. Um, you probably wouldn't have to give up an Obi Toppin. You know what I'm saying? Probably, you know, probably a you know, you know, a quickly, which I like quickly. And um, quickly, Sims, you know, or, you know, saying a Quentin Grimes in some first round picks. Throwing it quickly in some first round picks. You could have the uh, DeJounte Murray. That would that would have been interesting. And you still could have Jalen Brunson. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then you could have had Jalen Brunson, DeJounte Murray, right? You would have had RJ Barrett uh, play the three. And then you would have had. Um. Uh. Obviously, you would have had Julius Randle in the four and Mitchell Redis in the five. And think about how deep that bench would have been with um with a, D- a Derrick Rose, right? You would have had you, you know you still would have had uh Cam Reddish, Evan Fournier uh off the bench. You just sound that big tall that big tall white dude, whoever his name is. You 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 know what I'm saying? Yo, that would have been something, Knicks. That would have been something to go to the garden for. You know what I'm saying? You know, all you had to do is give up a, a quickly uh a Grimes and some first round picks. Even if you had to give up uh quickly Grimes, Jericho Sim, 
and three first round picks for the John uh, the Murray. He still would have had he still would have had Evan Fournier, uh, Derrick Rose, Cam Reddish off the bench, and you know, and that and that big tall white dude. And we would have said, "Let's go." That would have been better. <laughs> oh, mind you, we so, oh yeah, mind you, we still got Obi as well. You know what I'm saying? And if we didn't have OB, fine. But if you guys love Jericho Sims or Quentin Grimes, one of those brothers for DeJounte Murray. It wouldn't have taken more than two or three guys for DeJounte Murray. I would have just said to add in an extra pick instead of uh, OB Toppin. Let's give you an extra pick, an extra two picks. We do have eight tradable picks. Yo, that would have been something to get excited for. Like, oh, okay. I see what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? The worst I had to give up was uh, Emmanuel Quickly. You know what I'm saying? I don't care about, you know what I'm saying? All the day I've given up Opie as well. Yo, that would have been something to go to the garden for. Like, oh, okay. I see this. I see what they're doing. This is going to be an interesting lineup. No, you didn't get the job to Murray. You let them go to your enemy, the Hawks. I don't even know if they're enemy anymore because how bad the Knicks have been. You know, it's just like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> you want me to go for Jalen Brunson. Right? Evan Fournier, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson. You know what I'm saying? Over topic, Cam Reddish, Emmanuel Quickly. Like the brothers, but you don't know what to do with them brothers. <laughs> That's just good on paper, but you don't know what you're doing with them. At least you got the DeJounte Murray. And let's say you got Jalen Brunson, R.J. Barrett at the three. Julius Randle up to four. Mitchell Brunson up to five. You know what I'm saying? Fournier, the sixth man. You know what I'm saying? A competent, you know, Derrick Rose, who can play basketball. We, you know, you know, you know, you know, once his athleticism zapped, we know Derrick Rose is smart enough to play basketball. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you'll see. We see how good players are once their athleticism goes away. Derrick Rose can play basketball. You know what I'm saying? He's not all athleticism. You know, unlike other, you know, we know about other players. No offense to an Allen Iverson. Once that athleticism left Allen Iverson, it was all she wrote. He was six foot, 165 pounds, who can't blow by you. You know what I'm saying? It can barely jump anymore. Remember, he was barely dunking. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was it. It was a wrap with Iverson. You know? So, Derrick Rose can play basketball. And we know this. He's got the intelligence. So, like I said, this group is not worth the trip to go to see. It's not even worth to go if you live in New York City. It's not worth it. If you live on 40th Street in Manhattan, it's not worth going to 34th Street. <laughs> it's not worth it if you're on 35th. <laughs> it's not worth it. At all. What for? They better ball out. They better ball out. Like I said, they got the John Tim Murray. That would have been an interesting. Even if they didn't get Donovan Mitchell, 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, obviously, they didn't I don't, maybe because they thought they were going to Donovan Mitchell. That's why they didn't want to get uh, DeJounte Murray, which is understandable. Roger, I got it. But it's the Knicks. You know, whoever you think you're going to get, whoever would make sense, you don't get them. And this this is what they do. You know, you want a Donovan Mitchell, we got Jalen Brunson. You know what I'm saying? This is what they do. This is who they are. No matter who's there. Like I said, me, I wouldn't have gone this direction at all. I would have just said, youth movement, let's go. These guys, these brothers are going to win, and they're going to know how to win and lose together. That's how I would have done it. But, this is what it is. But, speaking of people to see, went to the Mets game. Uh, I know they just lost a bad game last night. Scherzer, you know, apparently got hurt, but or just left because of discomfort or something like that. Hopefully, Scherzer's all right. Um, yo, went to the Mets game. So, saw the ground pitch. Man, that, that brother is something special to see. Um, fantastic game. Uh, that was a fast game. Uh, game was less than two hours and thirty minutes. It was two hours and nineteen minutes. Fast game. Wes Anderson. I did. I never seen him pitch. Wes Anderson was pretty impressive as well. Um, but I, w- I will say this though, man. My, bringing my son, uh, he has so much fun. Um, I'm so happy we didn't bring like a tablet or anything like that. Um, because because he actually got to watch the basketball game. My sorry, got to watch the baseball game for what it was. And um, you know, he has so much excitement. Everybody was giving him high fives. Uh, it was such a family atmosphere at City Field. Um, it, yeah, it was so great. Um, and he, he had so much fun. You know, definitely bonded, got a little closer. Um, yeah, it, it was absolutely uh, fun. You know, and we're there for Brandon Nimmo's catch. Yo, Brandon Nimmo showed us so much love. Yo, it, it, was, it, was, so, it was so awesome. Like, he was, like, looking back at us, uh, you know, pumping his fist. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we were, show, we were screaming his name. Uh, and, and uh, left center field. Because when I saw, it, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna go out." To see him actually catch that ball, oh my god! Yeah, it's like it was almost like nothing like it. Um, it, it was so fantastic. Um, Mookie Betts was there, so you know, everybody, everybody was talking like, you know, every, you know, it's funny. Even the Mets fans, nobody was talking trash about Mookie Betts. Nobody. You know what I'm saying? Every time a ball would get hit out in right field, oh, we know it's gonna get caught. Mookie Betts ain't gonna drop this. Like <laughs> everybody's getting excited. Like, don't get excited. Mookie Betts is right there. So like every ball just like went Mookie Betts's way. It was it was just so funny to watch. I was like, yeah, I was like, I even said, yeah, he's got a magnet in his glove. Like since the ball's just gonna <laughs> And he hit that home run off of uh DeGrom too. That was a shot. That was right almost right by me too. Um you're, you're, you're not the guy to throw it back. He didn't throw it back at all. Uh, but uh, but uh, like I said, that that game was so much fun. That was so, that was worth the uh, the price of admission. You know what I'm saying? What the Mets are doing? Jacob Degrom. You know what I'm saying? On the, on the mound pitching. Francisco Lindor. Man, uh, Mark Hanna. He you know he's hot right now. You know, listen. Um, Lindor was balling. Uh, Nimmo had a couple hits. You know, listen. Mets are on the right track right now, and it's just like, yo, that that's what you're supposed to. That's how you're supposed to build an organization and get your fans excited. Plug and play, you know. Say Edwin Diaz, you know, uh, you know, Timmy Trumpet was there, um, you know, performing. Uh, listen, the, oh, the whole crowd was buzzing. Everybody was on their feet. No one sat down once Edwin Diaz got out there. Listen, that's what you're supposed to do. 
James Dolan. Look at what Steve Cohen is doing with the New York Mets. And they're like, oh, that's what I got to need to do. Because this ain't working. What you're doing to us. You know what I'm saying? You're making people spend their hard-earned money for what? You know what I'm saying? And it's funny because Knicks fans, we have such a blind loyalty. We're going to go to the games. We're going to support the Knicks no matter what, though. But you know what? It's almost like, you know what, man? Really, yo? You let Donovan Mitchell go to Cleveland. You didn't get DeJounte Murray. This is what you're giving us as a lineup. You're telling us, support this. That's what you're telling us. Support this. You know what I'm saying? Support Jalen Brunson, who is not an all-star. You paid him $100 million. Evan Fournier, you gave $78 million to. You know what I'm saying? RJ Barrett's nice, but he's not that nice. He's okay. He's not someone that's going to like, yo, I got to see RJ Barrett play. He's not that. I like Julius Randle, but he's not that. You know what I'm saying? I love me some Julius Randle, but he's not that. He's not a superstar star. You know what I'm saying? And I love me some Mitch Robinson, but he's not that. This is a 2011 Derrick Rose. You know what I'm saying? And like, you don't play Cam Reddish. I like quickly. Maybe Obi Toppin could be that dude. But he's not that yet. You know what I'm saying? And like a couple years ago, we were a defensive squad. And then last year, we weren't. So what's the identity, man? Why do I? Why should I go to Madison Square Garden? Or is it just because it's the Knicks? That's why I have to go. Because I don't want to go just because it's the Knicks. I already did that once in my life. You know what I'm saying? Now with the Mets, I have an unhealthy obsession with the New York Mets. Okay, um, I have an unhealthy obsession. You know what I'm saying? But Jay with the Grom, Max Scherzer, um, those brothers are those brothers are reason for you to go. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, Pete Alonzo, that's a reason to go. You know, uh, Francisco Lindor, that's a reason to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At least I gotta go. At least I got like a really good reason. To go see the Mets. And you're going to have Francisco for the next 10 years. No. Those are reasons. New York Knicks don't give me any reason to go. Not one. You know what I'm saying? There's no reason to go. And it's just frustrating. And I want to go. But I don't got a reason to go. I don't know. Nobody has a reason to go. Unless it's just you want to go because it's the Knicks. <clears throat> That's the only reason you want to go because it's New York. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If this, if this squad played anywhere, almost anywhere else, you know, if that, if that, if that was the same squad in Orlando, you, you want to go. You want to go at all. Those are an Orlando Magic type squad. You're not going. Why? Why would you, why would you see that squad? If that squad had almost, almost any other jersey, right? But the Knicks, you ain't going. If that was a Portland Trail Blazers, you ain't going. Why? 
What for? You want me to spend how much? Just for the tickets? And then I got to spend how much at the concession stand? For a burger? I got to spend 10 bucks for beer? For a cup of beer? For a 16 ounce? For that? You know what I'm saying? Listen, they won like, what, 37 games last year? I'd be shocked if they won 40 games this year. The over-under's got to be 35. I'd almost picked the under. They didn't do anything to improve at all. They gave us the same squad. It's the same squad as last year. Cleveland's gotten better. You know what I'm saying? I know Lonzo got hurt. This is the same squad as last year. Almost. Maybe they get 40 wins. Maybe they get three extra wins with Jalen Brunson. They might get three less wins because of Jalen Brunson. I don't know. But this is the same squad. And, you know, we hope RJ Barrett makes that big leap. That's what we can hope for. We hope he ever. Somebody's got to average 25-27. I don't care who it is. Just somebody. I know Randall averaged 24 and 10. Someone's got to average 25-27 for me to get excited for this for this squad. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's what I'm going to need personally. So other than that, there's no reason to get excited at all. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I just had to get that rant off my chest because once I got the alert, I like called Jason immediately. You know, and I was just so frustrated. Um... We're going to do some motivations. Almost, it's not like the last motivation because we talked about haters um, themselves. You know, and that's what I've realized about other people. Sometimes, you know, the biggest enemy is ourselves. Sometimes we're our own worst hater. You know, I'm going to do a quote. I've done the quote again. And I'm going to say it again. The quote from a uh, great philosopher, Plato. You know, like I said, I've said it before, and I'll, uh, I'll say it again. It, you know, saying the greatest feat one can do is to conquer oneself, but to let oneself be conquered is most shameful and vile. Right? What Plato was saying was, you know, not only don't let anybody tell you about you, but don't tell, but don't tell something negative about yourself, and believe that. You know, what I'm saying, rise and above. That's what I need y'all to do. A um, lot of positive stuff from my uh, last podcast. Thank you, uh, everybody. Thank you, Jason, for hollering at me. Um, you know, that's a couple new likes. Thank you very much. Um, make sure you guys keep on hitting me up on my my Twitter, uh, R2Fizzle. Uh, Instagram, Rock2Fizzle. Thank you. for uh, you guys have been showing me some love. You're posting my new pictures, my new slides. Thank you for the love on that, guys. Appreciate y'all. Um, like I said, we, I'm like very excited news coming up. We're getting we're getting close. Excited news probably next week. I'm gonna I'm gonna start talking about it more. Um, like I said, we ain't there yet, but we're getting very close. We're getting very close, and I'm excited. But I do want to say this though, as always, this is Rock Twenty Five. Chill with the craziness, and remember, be great at everything. <laughs>